For me, freelancing was a tool. It was the catalyst. It was the way that I changed my life. Underneath that, though, is just helping people to understand how important it is to take control of their lives, to be in the driver's seat, to actually design, to decide, I can decide what I want in life, and then I can go get it. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. In today's episode, I want to talk a bit about something that you wouldn't really see or think about if you just listen to the news, right, and the media and how horrible, horrible everything is in the world and how everything is negative all the time, right? It seems to be that that's the message that's sort of just generally existing out there, but it is so far from the truth. The reality is many people, most people are good, Despite what we see and hear all the time, most people are good and most people want to help others. They do. A lot of times when you see people who are angry, bitter, resentful, and don't like other people, don't want to help other people, that is their own personal shit right? That is their own things that they've gone through, the experiences that have shaped them and made them that way. But in general, the way that we're designed, we're social animals. We belong to groups. We belong to tribes. We like being around other people. We like helping other people. Obviously, it comes to an extent, right? We all have our moments of like, yay, I'm feeling generous and really good and I want to be around people. And then we have our moments of, I want to go home and I never want to see people again. (laughs) And then you go through these waves and these cycles. But deep down, we like being part of something bigger than our We like to help, we like to contribute, and we like to lift up the people around us. I don't know if anyone has ever asked you for something, even a stranger just asked you for something that you quickly help them with, and it just buoys you up. It like fills your whole day. You feel good about that moment, good about that helping. Well, that is pretty common, actually. And it's why people like me do what we do, because I don't want to exist in a vacuum. I don't want to exist as the only person who ever made money and now I live with this great life. And money is nothing without good people around you, a good place to live, people that in your life that you love and that you can share things with. And I've found that over the years. As I have earned more, there's become this separation a bit. There's this divide in the sense of it can be hard to enjoy what I have while looking around and seeing so many other people who are back where I used to be. And it won't let me stop. It won't let me give up. It won't let me just peacefully just, yeah, just screw everybody else. I'm fine. I'm just going to leave everybody else in the dust like that. That is just not how natural humanity operates. Despite everything we see on TV or hear in the news, that's not the norm. The norm is to look around and see how you can be generous, how you can be in service to others, how you can help other people along. And it stung for a while because I was trying to help people who didn't want to be helped. And that'll just get you nowhere. Some people don't want to be helped. It's not the right time for them. And I never used to know that when I was younger. You can only help the people who are ready to be helped. And that's why I'm here doing this podcast. I'm hoping to reach more people who are ready. You know, if you're listening to this, you probably are. Whereas before I was just kind of bashing people over the head, just trying to like, listen to me. I know things. And they weren't in the space for it. So The thing that I do, the reason I do this podcast, the reason I have my freelancing course, the reason that I am just so passionate about getting the information out to people is because of the transformation that 
I went through. And I think some people will think, well, if you're making plenty of money and you have a good life, why don't you just shut up and go off and live it instead of like trying to sell more courses and sell more stuff and have other people buy your stuff so that they can now do this? Like, why wouldn't you just go off and disappear and and leave everybody alone? And the thing is, it's because I don't want other people to not know that this exists. If someone had come along and told me about this 10 years ago, it would have been staggering to think about because I've accomplished a lot in six years. But what if I'd known about this 10 years ago? What if I'd known about this 20 years ago? What if I'd completely skipped going to university and going into teaching and doing all these other jobs that I didn't really like? And I just found out about freelancing from an earlier age. Like that would have been incredible. It would have been amazing. I didn't. So, you know, then now that's part of my mission to spread it to other people. I want people to know wherever they are, whatever they're doing in life, whatever age they are, wherever they live, that this is a possibility. Because to me, it's obvious. It's such a part of my daily life, my friends, people I know, they understand this lifestyle. But these are people that I've met in the last several years. If we go back to like my childhood friends, people I grew up with, people I knew in university, this is still very new to them. They don't understand necessarily what I do or how they could do it as well. And many of them are still in corporate nine to five jobs and unhappy. They want to travel more. They want leisure income to spend. They want to be able to pick up and go off and do things like I do whenever I feel like it. And they just don't have that freedom, neither the time freedom nor the financial freedom. So in a way, you could say that's why I'm so passionate about it. It does for me spring from a core of wanting the people that I love to be able to have an incredible life. I'm very aware of the fact that we are on this earth for a very limited amount of time. And I want the people that I love to be happy. And what that's done over the years is I have had to back off and let the people that I love, they'll go through this at their own pace. Some of them may embark upon the freelancing journey. Some may never. And that's okay. Everyone's got a different path in life. But I've expanded out from that to channel that love and that passion and that excitement for other people discovering this type of lifestyle into the podcast, into the freelancing course, into my blog. It's now expanded to strangers, to people that I've never met, to you here today listening to this podcast episode. Chances are I don't know you. I hope to one day. That'd be amazing if we meet, but we may never meet. But I hope that just genuine passion and love for what I talk about comes through and is inspiring you to take the steps in your life to generate more freedom for yourself through freelancing. One of the things I've noticed as I've gotten older is I don't have as much love for solo travel as I used to. And what I think has happened is I've been a lot of places and I've seen a lot of things alone. And it's been great. There was a chapter in my life where I needed to do that. I was in an eight-year relationship. I ended that at age 30 and spent a lot of time on my own and a lot of time traveling on my own. And I needed that independence. I needed that freedom because I'd spent all of my 20s pretty much in a relationship. So I needed to find out what it was like to be an independent person who went wherever I wanted and did whatever I wanted to do. And I had that experience. And what has come to pass late of late in the recent years is I'm really enjoying traveling with friends more. There's certain people that really we have the same travel style, we get along well. And there's just this need in me, this desire to be able to share some of these beautiful places that I've encountered all over the world with family and friends and loved ones. I'll go somewhere and I'll see incredibly beautiful flowers and I'll just think, I wish my mom was here. She would love these. I'll see something, you know, just this incredible tree that doesn't even look real. And I'm like, my mom loves, she loves plants. She loves gardening. She loves all things nature. (laughs) I will kill anything. (laughs) Put a plant near me and it'll be dead in about three hours. But my mom loves that. And so like, there's just this desire to take her around the world and show her 
some of these amazing places. I will always treasure solo travel. And for the rest of my life, I will go off and do things alone. But there's also more of a pull now to change the ratio where it used to be almost 100% of the time me doing things alone. Now it's like, I'd like to bring that down a bit, 50-50 it maybe. But what I struggle with is so much of the time I would love for my friends to come visit me where I am. I would love to expose them to different things and experiences. But even if they don't have the money, like I can help with that. I can say, hey, I'll, I'll get your ticket. Just carve out some time in your calendar. Just fly over. Come on, I'll get the ticket. But they don't have the time freedom either. They've got limited time at vacation or they're just not in a good place Even if I pick up the plane ticket, they've got, oh, you know, like this is going on and this is going on and that's going on. And I've just got all these expenses coming up lately and I shouldn't. And I just, and I remember living like that. I remember everything I did in life revolving around money. It's too expensive. I don't have enough. I need to be responsible and pay for all these other things instead. And it's just sad to me. It's really sad to me. And I look back on my life and how much of it I spent existing. I wouldn't call it living. I would call it existing. I was working just to keep the bare essentials happening, right? The roof over my head, gas in the car so I could drive back and forth to work, food in the fridge, lights on in the house, heating, cooling, whatever it was, depending on where I was living, like just doing enough. You go to work 40 hours a week, come home, you spend all the money on all the expenses. And then it's just like, ah, This sucks. It's truly being on a hamster wheel, just working. The amount of you earn from working just keeps everything spinning so that you can keep working. And if you think about that, that is benefiting certain very rich people in the world, certain very rich corporations. It is not benefiting us at all. What kind of life is that? It's bullshit life. It's not fair. And it's not what we are meant for. We were made to earn enough so that we can, yes, take care of the basic essentials and we should still have enough left over to enjoy life, to eat good food, to drink good wine, to travel and see beautiful places. Or if we hate traveling, to have our friends over and just have people sit around the backyard and chit chat and relax and not be stressed out. That's what I believe. And that's why I do this because it doesn't do me any good to have a life like that if everyone around me is stressed out and cannot do the things that I could do. It's a very lonely life. It doesn't occur to me for a second to stop with this podcast, to stop with my courses, to stop preaching because I want other people to be able to take advantage of this. I want to live in a world where I can call up one of my girlfriends and say, I miss you like crazy. We haven't seen each other in two years. Fly out here. Let's go. Like, what are you doing next weekend? Okay, the week after. Okay, the week after. Like, let's carve out some time. Let's do this. And where she can afford to come visit me and where next time she can say that and I can go, you know what? You're right. Let me look at my schedule. Hey, yeah, I'll be there Thursday to where we don't have to make all of these decisions around. I don't have any more vacation time left. My boss won't let me and I don't have any money. I want to get the people around me to a place of, yeah, let's do it because we're not promised anything else. We don't know if we'll be alive two weeks from now, two years from now, 20 years from now. We don't know any of it. We should be living, not just existing. So that is why I just will never give up on this. Why I want other people to make these lives for themselves that are incredible. And I've talked about this in some previous episodes as well. I truly believe that it is not about just this consistent, always driving for more, for more, for more, for the sake of more. I believe that most of the people that I'm talking to, that most of you listening can have an incredible life on six figures a year, $100,000 a year. And of course, that varies depending on what country you're in, and you may need a lot less to have an incredible life. But there's this lie, this just pervasive thing that you have to keep earning more. And I'm from the United States, very capitalist, 
very all about more. If you get to $100,000 a year, that's not enough. You're going to need to be at $150,000 a year, then $200,000, and then half a million, and then you million. You have to keep growing. I may change at this point in my life. I don't believe in that. I don't. I think it's a lie. I think it's sold to us by other people who don't know what it is to live, really, and just be happy. Because I'm sitting here recording this from a house in England that I'm renting. It's a friend's place, and I'm renting it for the next couple months. And the sun just came out for a little bit. It's been so gray and rainy here. There's a little patch of blue sky, clouds overhead. I've got a couple things lined up the week ahead with some friends that I'm seeing, a couple events to go to. I'm taking a dance class in the evenings on Wednesdays. I just have a simple little life that doesn't necessarily correspond with what I have in the bank. Like, yes, I've made good money. Yes, I'm comfortable. Yes, I have a lot in my retirement, but I don't need crazy, expensive, fancy things to be happy. I don't need a half a million dollars. If I had a half a million dollars, would I take it? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not stupid, but I think of that and like, can you imagine how many things I could do with half a million dollars? How many more people I could reach? How many other little businesses I could start that would do good in the world? Not everyone is the greedy, just over the top, materialistic, wealthy. There's so many people who have a smaller scale of what they need to live on to live a very good life. Because I think we've heard this before, that money doesn't buy happiness. And I heard the follow-up, I'm sure, which is like, well, yeah, maybe not, but I'd sure like to try, right? And that's how I used to think as well. And I can now say that for me so far, yeah, no, money has not bought happiness. But what money has bought for me is a reduction in stress. It has gotten rid of that low hum of anxiety that has existed my whole life in terms of how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Oh gosh, I'd like to go out with friends, but it's a little too much. I shouldn't be spending that right now. It has gotten rid of that and allowed me to just live. Now you can still be very lonely. You can still be very unhappy, but money gives you this opportunity to really examine your life, I think, and realize that, oh, okay, yeah, so it's not money, but money does provide a great base so that you can look at the things in life that do make you happy and spend time on those, right? So the things that make me happy are spending time with my friends, spending time with people I love. So going new places and doing new things and meeting new people, having experiences that I've never had before, seeing beautiful countries and experiencing the culture in that I've not been able to do before. Money helps with all that <laughs> because money lets me take care of my bills and then it frees up the time to be able to go and do these things. Having the money allows me to go and do this because I'm like, oh, I don't have to work. So I, then I have the time to sit and have dinner with friends and just laugh and enjoy and relax knowing that I don't have to be at work at 7 a.m. the next day. So money definitely, it's so important in the beginning. It allows you to pay off that debt that has existed forever for most of us and most of our cultures. And then it allows you to sort of create this little foundational base. And then from there, it's just allowing you the freedom to look around and go, okay, what do I want to do with my life now that I've got that stress taken off. It allowed me to go, okay, I'm earning money working for clients. I like the work that I do for clients, but there's this piece of me inside that's not fulfilled because it doesn't seem fair to know this information and not share it with other people. So, okay, I'm going to go do that. <laughs> Even though at times it can be very difficult and frustrating and I wonder if anyone's listening and I wonder if it's getting through and I wonder if the message is actually helping. There are those tough times as well, but at least it fills me up in the sense like I feel like I'm doing my part. I feel like I'm trying. And if I can change just one person's life, it'll be different. It'll have mattered. That's my little piece of something that I'm giving back to the world. And it feels like part of a cycle. 
These things come and go. I didn't get to where I am today on my own. I didn't really learn about freelancing from anyone else. I had to suffer through that and work it out on my own. But the personal development stuff, that all came from years of listening and reading other people and watching YouTube videos and listening to stuff that really taught me about the concept of designing a life, of giving back, being of service to other people, of genuinely helping other people and how that would come to pay off in the long term, of getting better at my skills as a person, working on personal development, how I could grow and change and be better as a person. All of these things kind of culminated to help me to get to where I am today and to then be one of those people who, you know, I'm doing my little part of giving back and sharing. And it's my genuine hope that some of you listening to this are going to change your lives through freelancing and you that you'll write me someday and say, hey, I listened to your podcast or I got your freelancing course or I changed my life and now it's amazing. I can't believe how good this life is. And now I want to tell everyone as well. And just bit by bit, we're going out there and we're helping people to change their lives. Because again, it comes down to not just freelancing. That's not the only thing that's important to me. For me, freelancing was a tool. It was the catalyst. It was the way that I changed my life. Underneath that though, is just helping people to understand how important it is to take control of their lives, to be in the driver's seat, to actually design, to decide, I can decide what I want in life and then I can go get it. That's a message I never really got as a child. People will say to your kids, oh, you can be anything you want to be when you grow up, but they don't really say how. (laughs) And then they steer you into the same line as everybody else and tell you to follow along and do what everyone else does. And that's kind of the last you hear of it. And it's just not the case. It's not the case. You can design your life. You can decide what you want to be, what you want to see in your life. And you can go out there and make that happen. And I will just be here cheering you on every step of the way. So as someone who's done it, as someone who hopes to inspire many more to do it, I look forward to seeing what you accomplish in the future. Thank you so much for listening. That's all from me today. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Until then, you can reach out to me on Instagram at liveworktravelig. You can also get a hold of me anytime via email at hello at liveworktravel.com. And if you would like to get started on your freelancing journey today with my help, you can get my freelancing course, The Escape Hatch. And that is by going to liveworktravel.com forward slash escape. See you next week. 